homage t-shirts are as ferocious as the dunks or bangouts Richard and Channing throw down from time to time, and their softness can't even be matched. Homage has been turning back the clock with throwback tees for years, from the NBA to the Ultimate Warrior, you know, the tee LeBron wore on the plane after leaving the Cavs, to its first title the city had seen in over 50 years. Well, Homage tells the stories of triumph, individualism, and hustle, preserving the old school and creating new legacies. Go to homage.com, that's H-O-M-A-G-E, and pay homage with your favorite tea. Be sure to check out the NBA GMTs and one exclusively made for me and you. We're road tripping at homage.com. What is going on? Another episode of road tripping. I'm your host, Richard Jefferson. Cheers. 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 Uh, yeah, we're here in the Red Cup Lounge. Uh, and I want to say this. Uh, one, we're joined by uh, co-host Alex Curry. Uh, hey back guys. in business. Good to see you. And I just want to say this. Our very first guest, and, and I don't know if it's just because he was raised right, but he's the very, very first person to ever bring alcohol to the Red Cup Lounge for recording. Woo! So I just want to give a big shout out to our guest, Matt Green. Greeny, two-time Stanley Cup champion, sitting here joining us. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks I, for having me, guys. No, cheers. no problem. Thanks for coming again. That's a double cheers. Yeah, I like it. Um, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Just trying to beat the heat. Oh, yeah, it is hot. You came in with two 12-packs of Coors Light, and you're like... Boy, it's hot outside. And I was like, yes. South like, Bay style. That's yeah, what you do when you come and, to someone's and, and house. And it's just like thing to do. he was raised right. I don't yeah. know if it's a hockey thing, but you are literally the first person to bring alcohol. I don't know if our reputation is starting to precede us uh, or if it's just you're just a generous man. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to hear that I'm the first. You are the first. I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm honored. You're honored. Yeah. yeah. I'm honored yeah. as well. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just uh, kind of if you're going to show up to somewhere. You, yes. might as well, you might as well be prepared. Yes. Canadian thing? Yeah, Canadian thing. Uh, Worst thing is I'm American. Are you oh God. Go, yeah. God, way you to go. The, I know. Well, I, I married a Canadian, so maybe yeah. it rubbed off on me. Yeah, I don't know. That's Hockey, fine. That, just that like, still counts. You guys all have yeah. like the Canadian touch. Uh, where'd you grow up? Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Yeah, just outside of Lansing, okay. uh, a small town called Grand Ledge. Oh, wow. And I bounced around a little bit and been out here for a while now, so it's nice. All right. So, so you just recently retired, right? Yep. This yep. is the first year? Yeah. So first year, just just got done playing this year, and so transition to something else. Uh, yeah. How's that transition going? Uh, still trying to figure out what the <laughs> hell I'm doing, actually. What's the title? What's your new title? I am uh, I'm a pro scout of the Pacific Division for the Los Angeles Kings. For the Los Dang. Angeles Kings. That is it. That's the title. So I'm still really, uh, still just learning my way and trying to figure out what's going on. And once the season starts, obviously it'll, you know, it'll pick up a lot. But right now I'm just trying to cross a lot of... You know, check off a lot of small boxes that you don't have to deal with during the year. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not a bad transition. See, see, this is my transition. I'm trying to figure out how I can uh, some stay relevant and still drink at the same point in time and try and get paid to do it. So that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. This, this find is, your yeah. passion and find a way to get paid for it. Oh, yeah, this is my it. passion. Yeah. Bullshitting yeah. and drinking. <laughs> yes, that's out, my passion. Out. Basketball's been God. It's been such an interruption. Can so. I ask you, last year, Matt? What point did you? kind of realize that that was kind of the direction your career was going in uh my back was pretty messed up going into the year and i knew that if uh i knew i knew it was probably my last year going in just because i wasn't very good i was slow and and uh it was kind of i saw the writing on the wall that it was just going to be going to be my last year and so then i uh just wanted to play for as long as i could before i had to have surgery and then injuries kind of piled up and uh, i knew i was going to have to go on a knife and then that was it after that so Dude, that that's 
that's tough because I think for most of our listeners out there, like hockey is a fucking brutal, brutal sport. Oh yeah. Like, and they like, play injured. You guys play injured. You yeah. guys go through all that stuff. I, I, I understand there's a difference like basketball players. Like we take a lot of rest days. Uh, it's, uh, I know you guys probably watch that. It's like they're, they're resting again on a national televised game. Yeah. That probably wouldn't go over very well in hockey. No, but it's different though. I mean, you guys, it's, it's a different sport where Russ, like you can, if, if you're going to dress, if you're one of those 18 skaters and that, that are, that are dressed that night, you know, you need to play your part, you know, you're going to get, you're going to get your minutes and you need to play. And basketball is a different sport. Yeah. I mean, you have some guys who can play the entire game mm-hmm. and that's, that's a skill all in itself. So if you're going to, if you got a guy who can play the entire game and you guys play four and four nights sometimes, yeah. then yeah, get a rest day. Well, that's what you know, that's, that's just good coaching, and that's good, you know, see, that, that's good strategy. See, it's good to hear another athlete saying that that's good strategy. So all the people that want to criticize us, and, well, not me, because my old ass has to play, or else they're going to get rid of me. <laughs> uh, but you know, there's a lot of top players in this league, and it's been a big topic of conversation. We don't need to get deep into it, but yeah, no, it, it's. It is smart. Like, you know, you've been through the wars. Like, you've won two Stanley Cups. You, you've you been through those long, long seasons where it's like, yo, if you get a chance to give a guy a night off or just a break, because it's mental. It's a mental night, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a chance to just kind of turn off your brain and just like, okay, I just need to help my teammates. I don't even need to dress out. No, nah, that, that's that's so valuable. I'm trying to think, though, like how often does like a Dowdy or a Kopitar or a Carter like get a night off? Does that ever happen? No, those guys, no. unless you're clinched. At the end of the year, say you clinch a playoff spot and you can't move up or down. Yeah. So you you clinch the sixth spot. Yeah. It doesn't matter what happens. Then they'll give the guys a rec. the The only time that's ever happened here was in fourteen, uh-huh. okay. where they gave a few guys off, and it was only guys who were a little bit hurt too. So they said, yeah. "Okay, we'll take some days off." Because, mm-hmm. and it was only probably three or four games at the end of the year. But for the most part, we're always our team is never you know. It's always fighting to kind of jockey for position uh, since I've been in L.A. So every time it's guys play. Mm-hmm. Guys play all the way to the end. And, like, Dowdy last year played 82. I think Carter Same. played 82. I think Kopey played in the high 70s, and he missed a few at the beginning. So, like, those guys got to carry the mail for us. And it, it's never – you're never that far up or behind oh. somebody. Where You're always kind of in the mix till you know, game 80. So mm-hmm. you need your stars playing every night. See, we, no, we did the exact same thing. When I first came into this league, the only time you would get is either – Either you were injured or you kind of viewed it as a, a spot where you could get somebody extra rest. Uh, or, But that was it. You would only rest like in the last like five or six games if you had already clinched. And there wasn't really that much of it. They're like, well, they've already clinched. Sometimes like if you were kind of like if you wanted a team. I remember one year we had to play the Bulls. And if we beat them, um, if we beat them, then we got to go to like the lower part of the bracket, which was considered easier there was like lesser teams there but if but if they beat us then they would have got to play us in the playoffs so they both of us were trying to win in the 82nd game to try and get something completely different even though both teams are already clinched we couldn't really jockey that much it was just a matter of one spot and that was actually like a playoff game in in for a team, but two teams had already played it. But yeah, you don't get it too much anymore now. The jockeying for position is kind of well done way before that that got started. I have one question. You mentioned eighty-two games. Uh, or yeah, and people don't know that uh, hockey and basketball typically we share arenas, we share locker rooms. Like a lot of times, like they're breaking down our floor, are putting our floor together based on uh, who was playing, whether it was hockey or basketball. Uh, I just want to know something because so many times we've come in 
after um, a road trip, we'll pull into an arena and the fucking hockey equipment smells so <laughs> bad. I have never experienced anything oh, like it. Man. And to this day, I was like, what does that smell? There's like, oh, that's just the hockey equipment. And it's like, do you guys smell that anymore? Or do you recognize it? Because I'm telling you, like basketball players, like we, all we do is sit on planes with guys on high fiber diets, farting, burping, like <laughs> that's constantly. And we get into a hockey, we get into a locker room after a hockey team has been there and it's just almost unbearable. Yeah, I think you get used to it. But the sad thing is, though, too, is like it's. I feel bad for guys that played their parents growing up, because like at least at this level now, like we have guys that are your equipment guys are cleaning your gear, they're taking yeah. care of it, it's getting aired out, it's getting, you know, it's getting dry in between skates. Yeah. Poor parents, man. Like that stuff must have smelled I even, like I cat piss. I didn't even like, think just, about that. Just terrible. No, oh, yeah. just to give you guys an understanding, like imagine the worst smell. <laughs> And then double that, <laughs> and then imagine having to be in that locker room for hours. It's insane because I played soccer, and your yeah. shin guards would smell. Yeah, but like, imagine that for your entire body, and then double it by like three and, times the thickness. Yeah, no, we go in, and there's body. fans like, going. It is insane. Like, yeah. there's fans going, trying to like dry the equipment and stuff like. It's just like. Oh yeah. Do, does football? I like again. I I know I might sound angry, but I didn't play football. Uh, our football team at our school was terrible, so it was a waste of my time. But it's like, does football equipment smell that bad, or is it like hockey no, has extra pat, padding and shit that no. you guys go with? I don't know, man. It's uh, yeah, it, it slaps you in the face <laughs> when when you walk into that room there and the fans are going, and the, but they also have the heat turned up to try to dry it out. And yeah, you you get hit with it pretty hard when you walk in the room, but. uh you just get used to it. And like I said, too, it's a lot better than, than what you remember growing up, too. When you, oh. Growing up, some of those rooms were just just atrocious. Yeah. For all the like basketball fans who may not know the amount of gear that hockey players wear, will you explain just kind of all the different like the, the different pieces? Because it's, it's a lot of different stuff you guys have on. Uh, well, yeah. You, I mean, it depends what guys like to wear underneath. But I wear long pants, long shirt, compression shorts. So, I mean, that's... That's an extra layer of sweat right there. And Just then, drenched when you're done. Yeah. And then <laughs> cup, garter belt, shin pads, socks. Uh, I'll do it in order. So <laughs> I remember, actually. Oh, is this, uh, a, is this like a routine? Or? Oh, just how I get – or else I'm going to figure yeah, something yeah. here. Uh, yeah. Your pants on top of that, which you see on the outside there. So the big puffy pants. Yeah. Your socks that come over your shin pads and your skates. And then elbow pads, shoulder pads. Some guys use wrist guards. Uh, and then helmet, gloves. And so, yeah, so gloves Gloves at the end of the day are pretty nasty. Your skates, I used to skate barefoot for a long time. Those would oh. those would turn really, really bad. <laughs> and then uh, then after that, I mean, they take, like I said, those equipment guys, they, they work some miracles. Like, how do you skate barefoot? Just kind of got into it, man. It's, never, I'm never going to say I'm the smartest guy out there. Just, <laughs> it's just something, something that happened that just kept going. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Mac Truck Alley. Uh, she she told us that at one point in time she was playing in her LeBrons without socks. Um, yeah, I, people do that. This is the thing I, I didn't know, but people, yeah, people will go and do their stuff just like basically raw dog. Like that's just really. really I just are you wearing this, socks with your oh, shoes I'm there? Always, no, 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 no. But see, I don't count these like runners as like these are just like driving, walking around, basically slippers. Once these start to smell, they go. I'm not <laughs> they're, like they're I'm, throwaways. They're yeah. throwaways. Like, yeah. I'm not like actively doing 
activities <laughs> in these things. No, no, no. Not a chance. That, that's, that's a Nike Elite burner right there. Yeah, that's a Nike yeah, Elite is, burner. Those are, high not, level. those are not normal burner shoes. Well, no, I wouldn't that's, even that's, call That's emptying out the account. That's emptying out the account on the Nike Elite. They call those burners. Yes. Gosh, that's good. Yeah, see, he understands a Nike Elite account. So for the I don't know what that is. So the fans out there that don't know. So Nike, a lot of times, because they are the best company, ask Kevin Durant and what he said about Under Armour. Uh, but what they typically do is they give us all, you know, some guys get paid, some guys have deals, but mo- all of us have merch accounts where we can go onto one specific website and it's just like, imagine like a footlocker on a website. That's basically what it is. And we get a certain amount, but every sept- uh, September 30th, the amount clears and your new amount starts again. So if you have, and I'm talking about the numbers can be twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars dollars $40,000, $10,000. Yeah. So it's like after you get your cousins, your, your mom's shoes and whatever, like if if you've got five grand and like or two grand and there's three days left, you just go and just crush and just buy like socks. Hey, I need a piece of luggage, like whatever it is. Like yeah. that's that's one of the perks. But yes, I'm glad you you understand the Nike Elite burner shoes. Do you have one of those accounts? Yeah, but mine was at uh, the lower end. When he said okay. that he was gonna burn his <laughs> when he was gonna burn his last five grand, that's what I start the year with. <laughs> Yeah. Again, yeah, different sports, you know, Dif- what you di- different do? sports. What you but you guys, do? but you guys, we need this shit to work out in. You guys have the equipment. Does oh. Nike make skates? No, they they got out of the skate game. Really? They were in it for a bit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, so who makes skates? Bauer, Bauer, CCM. I guess I think Reebok now. Mm-hmm. How many companies um, are there? I, I I've never been in. Maybe four. Maybe four or five. Okay, that, that might even be pushing it. Maybe four. So so now that you're retired, like. Have you seen the movie Cutting Edge? I saw the movie Cutting Edge when I was younger, yes. <laughs> Such an amazing movie. It is. Are you thinking about going into figure skating? I could barely skate with <laughs> hockey skates, so I, I really don't know where that came about. I don't. Know. I got duped into that movie so bad. I it's, mean, in the previews, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be all about uh, hockey. Hockey. Everything a, was over in hockey in 30 seconds. It's an amazing – but the beginning, that first 30 seconds is, is really, really – yeah. He was pretty, a good player. He was a really good player. A lot of poor, talent. poor guy, man, that yeah. blindside. Do you have any idea what we're talking about? No, I've not Cut, seen the movie. Cutting Edge. Good good boy, It's Ellen. a love story. Yeah, it, okay. it is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so for all you guys don't know, my guy D.B. Sweeney, um, it's a movie basically about a hockey player who is supposed to be the next like NHL number one pick playing in the Olympics, gets hit, blindsided, has a blindside, can no longer play, no team will sign him. So uh, uh, there's another girl who is a pairs figure skater, but she sucks. Everyone hates her, so no one wants to pair with her anymore. A little tough nut to crack, you know? So the dad brings out this famous, like, like hockey player just Mm -hmm. saying, like, hey, he was one of the best skaters in the world. Let's see if we can try this. They ended up pairing, and then it's just like – they end up doing the Pepchenko twist. It was amazing. It was an amazing move. I love that you move. know the name of the, of I, the, the move. I swear I think that's what it's called. I've seen the movie that many times. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, yeah, no, the, the, it's an amazing movie. You need to okay. see it. I'll put it on the list. What's that's, it called? Um, it's called edge. Cutting, cutting Edge. edge. Yeah. Yeah, I put it on the list. I would ask good. Allie if she's seen it, but we know she hasn't seen shit. So that doesn't really. That. That's amazing. One thing I love, Matt, about everyone that like, kind of were has worked or played for the Kings stays here in the South Bay. You guys have really taken over this town and this city and it is the LA Kings South Bay. We're trying to, I think it was a lot different. I, I got traded on here nine years ago and there was, you know, guys from the generations before us that are now all in the front office, like Rob Blake, Glenn Murray, mm-hmm. Nelson Emerson, Sean O'Donnell, those guys all stayed here. And then there was a big gap of guys would take off in the summer 
And I remember I got traded here, and I was 25, and I was walking on the beach. Like, Why? Where are you going? Well, I, yeah. I called my parents. I was like, this place has existed my entire <laughs> life, <laughs> and I never knew about it. Like, yeah. what the hell is going on here? Yeah. I was like, this is, I'm, I'm never coming home. Yeah. And uh, you talk to your friends back home at the beginning, and they said, oh, yeah, how do you like LA? I go, I love it. Yeah. I love it. They're like, oh, it's I could never live in a big city. Come out and visit me one time. Yeah. See, they come out there. This is nice. This is yeah, nice. This is yeah, great. Yeah. This yeah, is not it's, the big city. It's a, it's it's a well kept secret, I guess. Not anymore. I mean, but it's uh, it, it's awesome. It's such a cool place to live, and you know, you ride your bike or walk to everything, and mm-hmm. it's 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 easy, easy lifestyle. So I I don't understand why people would leave, and now more and more guys are starting to move here. So it's a lot of fun. You oh, actually no, got I, honored. He, he got honored by Hermosa Beach. Yeah. 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 Tell me about yeah. this. Sure. Yeah. I, uh, I think a good Samaritan or something like that. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah, Stoli and I got honored for uh, for being being good Samaritans at Hermosa Beach, helping out with some charities and uh, just just being just being some good people. I, I you know? haven't gotten you that. Get a plaque? You, I have, I you know what? I, I think you might, you might have missed this by like a year or something like that. <laughs> they, they, were doing, they were doing like an honoring of champions or like. Oh, uh, it's such bullshit. Yeah, and I think I think you missed it. It must have been uh, short lived. Yeah. After yeah. the video, after the pictures got out of Stoli and I, I think they said, "Yeah, we're we're, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. we're not doing that again." No, yeah. I've been singing the praises to the South Bay. Obviously, Alex, you were you know born and raised here. Yeah. But I've been singing the leave. praises, and every once or twice uh, a week, I see people on on Twitter. Excuse me, it was it was the Coors Light. Uh, I see people on Twitter, and they're like, "Oh, I got to get to the South Bay. Like, what is the South Bay like?" And it's just like, you just have to experience it. And I'm and I'm glad because more and more athletes are coming down here. Like mm-hmm. Ryan Anderson lives four houses away from me. You see guys all the time just kind of coming down here and just like, "Yo, this this is this is pretty nice." And it's, I mean, Shaq it, lived here. Yeah, for a bit, he was in the Hill Section in Manhattan Beach. Yeah. Well, Blake this, Griffin was on the Strand in Manhattan. Now, now privacy is not key. Like you, like I can understand some guys because if you're on the Strand, you're not going to have a lot of privacy. You're going to get a lot of riffraff. Live in a fishbowl. Yeah, you but know the locals here, the locals here, just they just let everybody do no what they cares. have to do. No one yeah. cares. Uh, but North End is your bar. Team Nor- bar. North- team bar. Yeah, not yours specifically. No. Uh, but yeah, so I, I haven't really I haven't really partied in North End. You have No, I've been a shellback guy. Even though I live right down the street, I, I've been a shellback guy most of the time. I, I typically, it's a volleyball thing. It is a volleyball that's, thing. That's why. It's, yeah, you, and, you've made the transition into that volleyball Oh, yeah, lifestyle. I'm a part-time basketball player, full-time volleyball player. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's the way to do it. I'm, I'm an aspiring volleyball player right How's now. How's it going? Terrible, really? terrible! I can't get above a D ranking. Oh, um, but but it, but if you're the D, I, we've seen some other Ds out there. But the time that I'm having, it's 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 awesome. It's It'd probably amazing. be a steal though. Like you're like a hidden D player. Like someone picks you up and it's like he's athletic, he can do it. Yeah, they they think that. Okay. They think that. Then I get out there and play, and it doesn't really translate that well. Um, but no, it, it's it's awesome. It's uh, it, it's it's crazy because that's one of the first things I've been like. I I, I don't remember being this passionate about something. Yeah in my life except for like hockey when I was younger or like sports when you're younger and yeah. now all of a sudden to be able to like let's go play some volleyball yeah. oh, you yeah. know like let's go do this like yeah. let's, let's see if we can sneak in like an hour and a half like on a Wednesday oh, like, it's amazing right are you kidding me man it's like this is this is fun like this is yeah. what it's all about playing sports well, well that's the culture I tell I was joking with somebody I was like dude when I'm retired, I'm not going to be this guy playing 18 holes of golf and going on no. golf vacations. I'm literally going to be the guy that's like, babe, I'm going to go play volleyball for like five hours. I'll be back. Drink yeah. beers, bullshit. That, no, that, that's it. But that's part of the culture and the lifestyle down here. Uh, I, 
for our listeners out there, I know you guys get a great uh, insight on what it is in the season. Like we recorded on planes, with different hotels, different cities. You know, uh, part of sitting down with another athlete from another uh, from another sport is to just kind of show it's all the same. Mm-hmm. We we want to we want to do the exact same things. We're all pretty much in a spot where we just want to drink beer and relax and chill, train, have an active living. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's the same thing. You just want to have a good time. I mean, that, that's kind of the, that's the lifestyle here. It's work hard, play hard. Yeah. That's what it's always kind of been in the South Bay. Sometimes you walk out like on a Tuesday and you're like, does anybody work here? No one works. Does anybody yeah. work? Yeah. I mean, I know like I, my schedules, like as all of ours are, is like so random. Like you work on holidays, you work on weekends, you do whenever the schedule says you're working, you're working. But I swear to God, I don't know what half people do here. We have I, a million dollars at least to live here. I, I, I had a game where I have a game with a buddy of mine where we take pictures of bars or Starbucks or, you know, just random places. And then you wait, you want, you hang on to it for like a week or two weeks. And then you send it to me like, guess what day, what time? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <You> wow. <laughs> that's a like, great give game. Me, give me a date and a time. And oh, I'll be like, all right, awesome. Friday, seven o'clock. No, Tuesday, noon. Yeah. Oh. You know, and the bar oh, is just like say. overflowing with the line. Packed. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to play this game. Yeah, definitely it's awesome. This game, the no one works game. Yeah. Uh, no, so e- no even works. even in so uh, the South Bay workout, I uh, you know Soho Yoga mm-hmm. and and uh, which you are mm-hmm. no he okay. no he knows okay. This, this, okay. this he is he uh, he he frequents the place. Okay, uh, but nine nine o'clock and ten thirty are our most busy are the busiest classes. Yep. And I'm talking about forty people, forty two at capacity. Yeah, you pack it way too much. Well, it I, is it is way well, too I, packed I just, in I just, sweat and sculpt. Well like, yeah no I stopped I, going to that one just because it's like I can't. Buddy. Oh, I don't I, really well, you know what? You just, just you just have to just kind of just enjoy the sweat, just enjoy the culture in that one. But no, th- those are the most packed classes, even at uh, even at Soul Cycle, mm-hmm. and it's just like ten thirty, mm-hmm. and it's not. You can say it's, it's. I understand that there's a high demographic uh, of like stay at home moms, and so you're just like, oh yeah, no, there's a ton of guys in that class, like a bunch of athletes. Everybody's in there. I just don't get it. I still can't imagine you at Soul Cycle. Every time you say this, I just try to picture you at Soul Cycle. I've still never been to a class. I just I enjoy beach. Cruise too much that I don't want it to ruin how much it's I love beach cruising. It's not going to ruin. Have you, have done, you Soul? done Soul Cycle? No, my wife's yeah. all over it. She no, loves it. I'm saying it's all. Yeah. It's all what? It. It's all what? It's all a it's bunch of women. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate. It. No, it's not all a bunch of women. Thank you. Uh, What's the ratio? I think, you know, fifteen to one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing as in yoga classes too. Same thing as in yoga yeah, classes. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think we do it? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, I, can, yeah. I can go to the gym and just lift weights with a bunch of guys, or babe, I'm gonna go do yoga. It just yeah. like, it just helps my body. Uh-huh. Helps my mind. Helps my mind. Helps, helps my mind reset. a lot. Helps, <laughs> helps my mind. Just centers me. Just centers me. Yes. You know, all, all I'm worried about is the 60 minutes on that mat. Yeah. That's, that's what's that's going it. on that that, mat. That's, that's all the I'm only the, it, within the that room. That yeah. wall. That's that's where, where my brain is. That's where my mind is. Uh, the Mavericks were actually just there. Uh, one of our good friends, Jamal Mosley, is an assistant coach, and he took all the guys there. And it's so funny, like Harrison Barnes, Devin Harris. Uh, it's so funny to see their reaction when they haven't done that for a while and then they come out and they're just like fuck man like you do this a lot and I'm like yeah like three four times a week but then afterwards like 15 minutes later you feel amazing oh yeah yeah no that, that that's that's my shit I got a question so please I know we talked about this when you came to the angels and talked to like Trouty yeah. and Keenan about like traditions or like fun kind of traditions that different sports have or like little like things they play with each other. So I think I texted you this um, a couple days ago, but Trouty star player on the angels. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he was Never out for a couple him. days. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he's like an MVP or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, just like the MVP. Yeah, like um, yeah. He ran into the wall pretty name? hard, yeah. hurt his neck, <laughs> sat out a couple games. Um, and one of our guys, our first baseman, Crony, he's like, hey, you hit uh, you hit two home runs tonight. I'll buy you season tickets oh, to I the Suns. I heard about this. He hit two home runs that night. Trouty bought him season tickets Dude, to the that's Suns. A, that's a bold, bold bet. Have you do, do you guys do anything like that? Does hockey do anything like no, I've that? I've never bought anybody's season tickets to the Suns. Is that it? <laughs> never. I, can I, never, I can honestly say that in my life. I never yeah. have. I will say this, and fortunately for, for uh, Trout, uh, they're probably fairly inexpensive right now. Mm-hmm. They're in a rebuilding phase. Don't yeah. try and take one snap or one clip and just turn it into something different. Mm-hmm. Just saying they're in a rebuilding phase right now. Yeah. So, yeah, so he kind of probably lucked out. Yeah. How much do you think those tickets are going for right now? Season tickets? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know. Too. Not a lot of I know taxes. how much they were. No. Oh, they it's are. amazing. Arizona's amazing. <laughs> you, you take a guess because I know. I have no idea. Much. I can't share it, but I'll give you like a no, 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 no. no. But people, above or below. People, people will be able to figure it out. I'm gonna, yeah. fi- I'm gonna figure it out off this. Do you guys? So when, uh, when we had uh, that, what's his name, Trout, whatever that guy's name was, yeah. when we had him on. He, they, they had a, a shower scene where you know all the guys on your birthday they just douse you with stuff, uh, milk. I see whatever you can uh, grab, whatever basically. whatever you can grab. They call it the Dominican but, yeah. Dominican shower. Yeah. Apparently, apparently that's offensive. Is it? No, I'm just kidding. I was just oh. messing with you. Look I was you like, got. no, <laughs> like that's what he says. You know, you can't say what they say. Okay. Did you just say you people? You can't say what you people I didn't say. say. That? No, no, no. I, I, Did I, I, oh, I was like, oh my god. She's goodness. like, I'm all over. I want her gone. I want her out. I'm spitzing over here. I'm spitzing. Getting uncomfortable. Oh my goodness. And you're right in front of the fan. You're literally blocking the fan. So, do you guys have like hockey traditions or like like just because we want to we try and give insight player to player you know we don't this is not an interview situation but if there's a story like we talked about for us will you know our rookies have to sing happy birthday our rookies have to like we typically trick our rookies into running out into the uh into the arena first on mm-hmm. opening night just little bullshit um, I know we have a lot of basketball listeners especially in Ohio but hockey is huge out there I don't know much about hockey or the traditions that come with it. Like, do you guys have things where you guys kind of haze the rookies? Yeah, we have a we have a rookie dinner every year, and uh, and so that's just good fun, though. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing malicious, like yeah. like it was in college or anything like that, or you know, or the junior teams that you guys play on, where it's just downright mean. I mean, oh, yeah. now it's just it's, <laughs> it's you just play. You know, you. Uh, you, know, you go out, you pay for dinner. Rookies usually have to do a skit, stuff yeah. like that. And it's, oh, that's awesome. It's a lot of fun, and it's just it's a really it's a it's really fun night out for the veterans to be able to hang out with these guys because I think you know how it is. You have you have a couple kids at home. You're probably not getting out with these kids when they're 19, 20 years old no. at at home in Cleveland. Yeah, you're, you're not going to bond with them outside of outside of the stadium. So like these nights on the road are probably some of the best times where you get to see the personality. Get to see how they interact when they've had a couple beers, and it's yeah. fun. It's a good time. No, it, it, and, it is. Uh, that's the that's the most fun part of the beginning of the season is yeah. getting to know the new guys or whoever's new to the team or however whoever is you know kind of your rookies. I've been on good teams, so when you're on really really good teams, fortunately, I don't mean that to brag. You don't get you get kind of like the the rookies that are trying to make the team. Yeah. So those guys are typically a little bit quieter. When you're on like a middle range team, you might get a guy that's a rookie that's the tenth pick or twelfth pick, and you know he's going to be on the team. So you can kind of haze him just a little bit more. Uh, do you got does your hazing go on like through the season? Do you make him carry bags? Do you make him go out and you know pick up random shit? Like what do you guys make him do? Yeah, it's it's a little bit of everything. You know, it's again too like it's. They they take really good care of us at the at the NHL level, yeah. the minor stuff like that. Everybody carries, 
you got to clean off the bus afterwards. Yeah. You got to grab the bags off. You know, still you got to wait for elevators. You got to do. Yeah, you the wait for elevators is big. Oh, don't if you're a rookie for for all all you guys that want to do hazing. Don't try and squeeze on the elevator, and don't be the first on the elevator. Yeah. If all the vets are coming off the bus, because typically we make the rookies sit closer to the coaches in the front. Same, Same thing. Yeah. So you guys are typically be – some vets have made rookies wait to be the last ones off the bus. Like, that's just – That's what it was my first year. Really? They my made fir- you wait? My first year was known just, yeah, everybody else gets off the bus before you do. Oh, yeah. And then you grab bags, you load them off of the bus, toss them out there for the guys. You know, So you're underneath the bus throwing bags out, <laughs> yeah. and then wait wait till you get up there you know, into your room and – but, I mean, guys respected that, though. Yeah. If you did it without anything, then uh, I think this was before text message. But, I, you know, my hotel phone would ring and say, mm-hmm. okay, uh, meet in the lobby in 10 minutes. Yeah. All right, so you don't ask who it is or anything yeah. like that. And you go down. You go down in five minutes so you're not late. Yeah. And these four veterans would come out. All right, yeah, you're coming to dinner with us. Yeah. And that was You didn't ask why. You didn't ask who it was or where we're going or anything like that. I was like, okay, just, well, let's, let's go. Yeah. But that's – so, you know, you're recently retired. I'm – one maybe two years out. Ooh. That to that to you got four more. Anyway. Four, yeah. more <laughs> yeah. four more. Four more. If I can, if I mean, you retired for what two if, minutes? If I can get enough, you bo- won the championship. Yeah, I retired. Then- no, I retired for like forty-eight hours. <laughs> How were those forty-eight hours? They were a great forty-eight hours. They were a great forty-eight hours. Never have to do this again. Yeah, never have this. to do this. I hate this. Hour forty-nine. Oh jeez, oh, I got to sweat. Oh, I got to oh, work out. But yeah, that's really what it was. Like we went. So right after we won, and I definitely I want to I want to get to some of your Stanley Cup stories. Right after we won, you know, we're it's crazy. And then next thing you know, we're at the parade, and everywhere we went, it was like one more year. And you're just like, are are you shitting me? Yeah, for me, like yeah. I'm the 19th guy on our 15th man on a 15 man <laughs> roster. Like, are you guys chanting one more year? Okay, I'll All come right. back. Um, gosh, God, yeah, you just took me really, really far back there. That that was. I appreciate that. I hadn't thought about that in a while. Yeah. Um, right, Elwood? We're, we're going to sit here and retire. So you had a bulldog too, right? Yep, I did. Oh, man. Yeah, I got in college and then had it for uh, had it for eight years. Mickey. Mickey, Mickey. Rourke. Mickey Rourke? Yep. Nice. Who was better looking, him or Mickey Rourke? I think they look pretty similar. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah my, no, my, Mickey Rourke's my man. Favorite, favorite actor of all time. Is he really? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, he's he's done some good stuff. I've seen him in New York, like in the random nights. Uh, I've seen him out, and he's he's a unique individual. It's. Uh, I've never had the pleasure of seeing him. Really? Never. Uh, absolutely. There's one story that's unbelievable. I think you won like. Uh, I think you won a gold, oh, yes. gold for the wrestler or something like that. <laughs> I just looked him up. And he. Uh, and they interviewed him afterwards. They're like, "What are you gonna do? With, like uh, after winning this award, what are you gonna do?" And he looked in the camera deadpan. And he goes, "Anything I can." Anything I can. Yeah. Yes. That's the best answer of all time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like, what are you gonna get up to? Don't know. Don't know. We'll see. Oh yeah. well, yeah. The, you had to. Don't tell me you didn't have the same kind of attitude after you won your first Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah. Wherever the night takes you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Def- he definitely looks like a bulldog. He definitely looks like a bulldog. Uh, but that's a good-looking that's a good looking bulldog. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, yeah, wherever you can. Um, it reminds me uh, of Kingpin when he's like, I'm above the law. I can, oh, yeah. I can, bigger, yeah, bigger, bigger. I can, I'm I finally do, above I, the I'm law. I'm law. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Run my way out of anything. And it's just like it, – it, it's true. Like you guys, I remember being down here in the South Bay and I just moved here when you guys, when, uh, what was the first year you guys won it? 12. 2012. And it was like, you guys bring the trophy, like just, parades. you know, your parades. Like I'm hearing all these stories and I don't, I think I might've been in Utah. So it was, we had lost as soon as the season was over. Uh, we were done. Uh, we didn't make the playoffs. Uh, but then you come to LA 
and it's just like this whole area is just on fire for the Kings. It was yeah. it was really really awesome. Like tell tell us about it, man. What was your first experiences? Twelve twelve was crazy. It was nuts. Uh, we made the made the playoffs as an eight seed. Yeah, and uh, and we just we just caught fire. I think mm-hmm. we were up every every series three nothing. Wow. And uh, we ended up going sixteen and three to win, and uh, and it was completely out of left field. And while we were doing it though, too, the Dodgers were the Dodgers were playing. And then I think the Clippers were in the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Lakers were in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And there was a tour of LA that ended at downtown. Oh, it was nuts. Downtown LA. So it was just, it was absolutely Man. insane. You couldn't get a hotel room. Yeah. You couldn't do it. Traffic was just nuts. And uh, even us, like we, we had to jump around hotels the night before a game just because you couldn't get anywhere. It was, it was insane. Wait, so do you guys stay in hotels the night before games? The night before games in the playoffs, we do, yeah. Just oh. to kind of get rid of, because they're all, uh, you know, everybody's thought was we're gonna have a bunch of family in town people come down for the finals yeah just make it easier just remove yourself from the situation you got to check in at seven at night yeah and you stay there for the rest of the night so it's just wow that is so professional yeah it was it was a good deal that would never go down in basketball what happens during the finals for you guys then during the finals you you tell your you tell your family you're gonna go take a nap and don't and leave me alone but no no but that it makes sense don't get me wrong for the finals that makes sense you know there's always that kind of school of thought well you know what we've been doing up Mm -hmm. until this point right like let's not change it if you're going home you're eating your wife's you know pot roast and taking your nap stick with what's working yeah Yeah, stick with what's working i didn't know that i knew football football does it so that that's kind of uh just what they've always done is just go in it makes sense like you're it's only you know x amount of games that you have to kind of you know sequester yourself into you know um into a room but yeah that's 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 kind of interesting there's probably a few guys on on both sides that could probably use it uh but yeah no that makes sense no it was it was good i think guys guys enjoyed it and uh you know, I mean, again, too, it's it's a little bit of a pain at the beginning, but yeah. then guys just got a routine. And then yeah. after, basically, we did it that year, made our run, because we never got past the first round before then. Uh-huh. So we made our run. So after that, it was just, okay, this, Mandatory. Is the, this is the way it is, and and here you go. But then after we won, we had the parade here, or the parade downtown, mm-hmm. and that was great. And then it was just, it was on. It was I mean, on. Like, there was... It's like every every time you talk to somebody, like, what are we doing now? Like, all right, we're going here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, we're going to the Dodgers game to throw out the first pitch against the Angels. Yeah. All right. Next thing you know, I'm in full Dodger uniform. <laughs> I'm in full Dodger uniform, and I'm sitting in the dugout during the first inning. And you're just like, what the And I'm, I'm up on top of the railing, and, yeah. uh, and nobody's kicking me out. <laughs> no, you can do whatever you want. The like, game, you're, you're literally above the law. The game's going on. I'm sitting in the first inning, and I'm talking to this guy next to me, and I look over. It's Kershaw. And he was, he's like, hey, this kid's supposed to be really good. It was Trout's first year. He's 20. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so I'm watching yeah, Trout's yeah. at bat, Dodger Stadium, just with my arms over there, a fully full Dodger uniform in the first inning. Finally, I stopped. I was like, I got to get out of here. Wait, wait, did you have that moment? I had it where you think to yourself, you're like, if I if if winning a championship gets me all this, I would have done it sooner. Yeah, right. I would have worked a little bit harder. Why, why did I wait till I was like I, thirty for this? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, I waited till I was thirty-five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I waited till I was thirty-five. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'll come back one more year just to see what the rest yeah. of the shit is. But it was the same thing. So last year, after we won, the Indians made their run, mm-hmm. right? And they caught fire. They, but we decided because it was great because we get back and it's like early September, uh, and so the Indians just make the playoffs. 
And so as a kind of a group, we're like, yo, let's all go over to the Indians game. They're in the playoffs. Let's let, let's yeah. go do that. Mm-hmm. We're there just in the box doing whatever we want. Next thing you know, we're on the field. LeBron's giving a speech. Uh, <laughs> no, literally he's giving a speech before the first round of the playoff. And after that, we just decided to kind of uh, support support the city, support. So we were at every single round, right? By by the So we lost, I think, our second game. So the first game of the World Series, and we got our rings on the exact same night. And people were like, like what do you do? Like, Which do you want to pay your ticket for? Do you want to watch the Cavs get their rings, or do you want to go to the first game of the World Series versus the Cubs? So it was like, it, it was crazy because there were so many people from Chicago mm-hmm. coming in. Anyway, fast forward to game like seven, after we've supported them through all the rounds, Major League Baseball gets our team a suite. So we get a suite and we get to walk because it's just a tunnel to go to both to go to the baseball stadium. I'm in there talking to the Major League Commissioner, right? And he's just like, hey, guys, we really do appreciate your support. We really do appreciate you guys, you know, doing the cross support of, you know, the Indians and baseball. It's really awesome. And I'm sitting here like, dude, I have no business talking to you. Like, I I have no business being here. I just, I just been hanging out. But, but yeah, thanks for having me. I'm at the World Series. That's exactly it, though. It's so funny, the situations you find yourself in. And like, and when you have the wherewithal, because there's a lot of people that, they're like, oh yeah, this is where this is where I was meant to be. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, oh yeah, this guy seems all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no idea who no, he is. No idea. And it's the same thing. I remember we were at uh we went to the Belmont Stakes. Uh-huh. And, uh, wow. It was in Santa Anita. Mm-hmm. So we're down there, we're hanging out, we're having a bunch of beers, horse racing. My first race ever there is that's the best drinking game I've ever been a part of in my life. Oh what yeah. Is it? Well, you just sit there. Bet. And every 45 minutes, you pay attention for th- two minutes, Yes. place bets, and then go back to hanging out hanging with your out. buddies. Uh-huh. And then 45, they ring a bell, you pay attention, then you go back to hanging out with your buddies. And yeah. then you see if you won money or not. And, and you just keep getting drunker and doing stupider bets. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. it's ingenious. It's awesome. Yeah, and the so fourth by, horse in the fa- fourth race, always. We They tap us, and I'm like, okay, we must be we must be leaving. All right. Like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get out of here. Yeah. Next thing you know, we're handing the trophy on, on NBC <laughs> oh, to the wow. winner of the Belmont Stakes. <laughs> no way. It was like me and three other guys on the team and I got my glasses on and I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why am I here right now? Like I'm, yeah. I'm on, I'm, I'm on the track in mud in a full suit. I was like, this is ridiculous. Uh-huh. Like, they won't say no to anything around no. here. You can do, literally, you can do anything you want. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's insane. It, that's the part that kind of blew my mind and I always had heard stories but it's just like, like you said, the, the moments that you find yourself in are, it's absurd. Like my, so my little boy, he's two and a half and after we win, He's on the after we win the championship. He's on the the podium, basically with us. I'm holding him, holding up our one fingers with the trophy. Then a uh, couple couple months later, uh, the Rams play their first game here in L.A. Oh yeah, he's there first first there first game ever. Then he's at Game Seven of the World Series, just yeah. sitting oh, yeah. there, and I'm looking at you, and I'm just like, the shit that you've seen by the time before you're even three years old. And I'm like, and I'm I'm flabbergasted. And he's just sitting there like, Daddy, more popcorn, dude. Like, what's going on? And I'm like, you don't even understand where you're at right now. But what do you do? Do you, do you just bury those pictures deep, far away? So, like, he doesn't, like, when he's like, oh, hey, you had another Little League game today. I don't yeah. want to go. I don't want to go. I've been in Game 7 of the World Series. I don't well, yeah, I'm I mean, not going to my Little League well, game today. I, said, I literally took a video. So, he, so ba- no, no, no. So, it, it's going to be something where he's going to be like, Dad, I, I want to go to a baseball game. And I'm like, dude, you've been to Game 7 of the World Series. Like, shut up. Like, what, you want to go to Game 92? Like, Leave me alone. He had so, a hissy fit when he was supposed to throw out the first pitch. Yes, he came out and <laughs> threw out the first pitch. Like, 
Yeah, no, it, it's so crazy. I wish somebody would have told me sooner that winning a championship can change your life and that you will see shit that you had never seen. The first experience I ever had, so I was in New Jersey, and we were playing in the finals at the same time that the, Dav- the, the Devils won. And so they bring out the trophy to our arena because we it was like a very rare occurrence to have uh, the hockey team and the basketball team in the exact same arena both playing in the finals at the same time. So it, it was a rare occurrence. They won. We didn't. No one cares. No one feels bad for me. And But I, I remember that night I went out, and they ended up being at a club. I think it was Pangea in New York, and literally just drinking out of the trophy. Like, you're they're just pouring drinks, doing whatever. And I know God knows where that trophy has been after all these years. Lots of stories. I know lots of yeah. stories, but whatever. I've seen a million people take yeah. shots out of and drinks out of it. It's where it's been cleaned at least once. But uh, did you do any – Did you? where did you take the trophy when you got it? Uh, first time I went just back home to uh, to my hometown of Grand Ledge, and the second time I went to North Dakota, I went to school. Oh, wow. And uh, just the most amazing thing of that is that you see people that, you know, your friends' parents that you grew up you grew up really respecting and like, yeah. oh, this guy's buttoned down. Never seen him had a beer in his life. Yeah. And that trophy gets around, and it just turns people into just barbarians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> – Just barbarians. Just people like, like the, the guy, you know – your dentist growing up is all of a sudden elbowing kids out of the way to like get like a picture with it. You <laughs> yeah. know, like it's my turn. You oh, know, like, wow. Give me a shot. It's like, Oh my God, what happened to you? Like, this is, this is amazing. It's well, incredible. I don't think maybe if you're not a hockey fan, you don't know, but when you win the Stanley cup, you get, is it 24 hours? With 20, it? 24 hours in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda every player gets yeah. like your day with the cup and you can kind of do whatever you want with it, but there is a keeper of the cup yeah. and he is there to watch it. He Security. travels with it. Are there rules? Yeah, there's rules. There's rules. Uh, I think usually they'll cut it off right at midnight. Um, and then also there's, you know, if you didn't win it, you can't lift it above your head. If okay. you're going to drink out of it, you have to have. So say you're going to drink out of it yeah. and I'm on the other side of the room. Yeah. I got to be the one holding it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, so yeah. You, you, one, you, they, you guys were, I forgot who it was. It, it was from the Devils. And, and again, I was only like 22. But they were pouring it in there and, then yeah. sh- and shoveling it for me. I wasn't so I wasn't the one doing it. Yeah, they'll stop the fun there sometimes yeah. when they say, like, if, if they're not around or something like that, they'll yeah. tell you, hey, wait till mm-hmm. Matt comes back before. Yeah. Or whoever has a cup that day, wait till he comes back. God. I just saw yeah. a baby getting baptized out of a cup. I'm sure, man. <laughs> yeah. Sure I literally just saw that image on TV like this past week. I was like, is that a baby getting ba-? Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't All I right. don't think there's a lot that you that you can't that that you can do that somebody hasn't done yet. Yeah. Like I don't think those guys who watch it have ever are, we had the same guy both times for the party there, Mike Bolt. He's and hilarious. He but oh it's also gosh. it's just one of those deals where like, Hey, what if we did this? And he's like having a sandwich completely relaxed. He's like yeah, go yeah, ahead. I go saw ahead. that last just, week. Just, yeah. just don't break okay, it. Okay, but what if we did this? Uh, yeah. Do you have any mustard? Like, just... Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and, I'll and, tell you when you can't do something. Just go ahead. Have fun. Yeah. And, and say what you want um, about everybody's, like, favorite team or favorite sport. If you go down and you put all the trophies in line and say which is the most impressive, the Stanley Cup wins. Hands down. Like, it, you, you say it and you see it in the size and the names. You name, everything's engraved on it. It's like I see like the biggest sport in the world is soccer, mm-hmm. and I swear that FIFA trophy is so shit. That piece, that like that FIFA tro- trophy is awful. They got to redo that. Some I know it's yeah. tradition, but you literally have something at this point in time is so dinky. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, am I the only one that feels that way? I never thought about it before you. Just it's like, like si- kind of brought like- it to my attention, but yeah, I mean, it could be more grand. Yeah, it, yeah. it's the size. It's the size of a forty ounce. Yeah. 
Like that. That's not which impressive. is a pretty good size. Conven- it is a pretty. It's, it's convenient. <laughs> you know, it fits well in your hand. I, I, agreed. It's I, a very. It's a very. It's it's functional. It's oh a functional yeah, like size. Edward Forty Hands. Yeah. I, I, was like, I can't that? think of Forty without thinking of Edward Forty Hands. Duct tape and tube socks. Oh my god. Uh, God, that's what I'm saying. It's just like you should just have something grand. But no, I, I I've always kind of been envious of that trophy. Not just just the grandness of it. it, it it's yeah. so it's the you know the Stanley Cup to me is the most impressive trophy. So you should do something with it. Baptize a baby. Drink out of it. Do whatever you can. I, I know there's probably not been too many things that hasn't been done. Yeah, I, I think I think there's a lot of there's a lot of creative guys who've won that over the years. So. Uh-huh. Sure, they've gotten, they've had some fun with it. Did you do anything like crazy? Nothing crazy. The, the coolest thing, the coolest thing uh, that they, I remember doing is just looking at it with my dad. Yeah. And then you can look at all the names that you, the, the guys that you really looked up to growing up, and, and you see their names etched on there, and then you know that your name's going to be etched on there. And then, and some of his heroes too, like watching hockey, mm-hmm. you know, years ago. And then, uh, and then the second time we got it, my name was already actually on it, so you oh, kind of see that's so you cool. see that and compare and stuff, and it's that's when it really sinks in. You're like, holy shit! Like this is going to be here for a while, forever. You know, like this, like I could be done playing hockey tomorrow, and and this is still going to be here. Like that's and with all my teammates too. Like that's another thing where you're. It, it's such a difference if you if you're on great teams and you have good friends, but you don't win the championship. Yeah. You're not gonna stay, and it's just a it's a fact of life. Like yeah. you're gonna find something else to do. Those guys are gonna play on different teams, but you winning a championship, you will be bond with those guys for the rest of your wow. life. I, I and I'm, I'm still trying to get rid of some of them. Like, yeah, <laughs> trying to get Channing to call me back. Channing Channing won't even call me back, and his name he's one of the hosts of this show. Hey hey Channing man, I, I miss you man. See you in Santa Barbara man. Hope you're well. So do all the fans. Is that for LeBron's camp? Uh, Santa Barbara. We typically call it a team camp. Okay. You know, uh, but no, yeah, yeah, no, we we. Bron is, you know, he's such a camaraderie guy, uh, and and he is all, you know, just team. He's a team guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I first got here, um, like two years ago, he invited everybody down to Miami. Just to, it was literally like a week before training camp. It's like, hey, we got a bunch of new guys. Let's get together. Let's work out. Let's break some bread because once training camp gets together, like you said, in Cle- once you get back to your city, yeah. everyone's got kids. Everyone has you know this and that. So this is a way to kind of get together before you start that process and go to a dinner, have a beer, kind of catch up and bullshit. So uh, we did it in Santa. Bar- uh, we did it in Miami. Then we did it in Santa Barbara last year, and so we're going to do it again in Santa Barbara uh, this year. But no, man, it, it's it's a good time. It's funny. I remember you um, you telling us on the podcast a couple years ago, you're like, yeah, I'm going to go work out with LeBron for the first time. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, they were trainers and people everywhere. Oh. And you're like, I was huffing and puffing. Oh, like, I, I couldn't even keep up. I'm like, Bron, please, please just slow down. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it was like, <laughs> I show up and I do like an hour workout and I'm feeling good about myself. I'm thinking, I was like, okay, you know, it's, it's 1130. Maybe I'll go grab some lunch and sit by the pool. And I'm like, you know, and I, but I like, I, I knew Braun had worked out like an hour before I got there. And so then I'm on my way out. I'm like, what are you about to do? He's like, oh, I just got to go lift and I'm going to go do, go to the track and do some running. And I'm like, dog, I can barely walk right now. And this dude is like, even now, if you go and look at his Instagram video, some of the shit that this dude's been doing just in his like workouts. Mm-hmm. And I'm out here just trying to shoot like my five, 600 jumpers a day, trying to lift, trying to just do some stuff just to keep my body like glued and duct taped together. Well, it's just knowing your body. It's just knowing your body, but it's yeah. still, to me, it's just so impressive, you know, at now it's starting to get to at his age, mm-hmm. just he, he, how hard that little dude, that dude works and just the time that he puts in is still, it's impressive. But that's also why he is who he yeah. is. But yeah, no, my body can't handle that shit. 
No. I'll tell the guys. They were like, dude, so when was the last time you played? I was like – Last game? Get game, game, game five. <laughs> <laughs> game five was the last time that I, I played basketball. Uh, I played a lot of one-on-one and, and some shooting, uh, but that's it. So you were talking about how, you know, when every team, like you come back and that's like you're, you're, you're coming back together for the first time. Everyone's coming back into the town. That's what's so unique about the Kings is there are such a big group of you guys here during the off season, And you guys are like a really close group. There are like a core of you guys that are true friends. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of guys are real tight. So, I mean, we hang out, play volleyball together every Saturday, all that stuff. But we used to do that every year, too. It's uh, Our owner had a ranch. And yeah. so we'd all, you know, it's everybody would pay our own way to get out there and hang out there for a couple of days. Same thing. Just kind of catch up with everything. How was your summer? How would everything go? A little bonding. Cruise back. And I think it goes a long way. Yeah. And it's good. And it's it's also really cool to hear that, because that, uh, you hear all this negative stuff about LeBron all the time. And it's fun. It's fun. it's it's fun to hear some positive things, you know, from from actually guys that play with him. Because all you hear is the media, and it's either he's the best player in the world or the worst player in the world. So it's, it's fun. Isn't it crazy that there's no in between? Yeah. It's and nuts, it's like huh? he's either the best player in the world, or he'll never be as good as Jordan, or is he better than Kobe? It's like, guys, you realize that you're talking about Michael Jordan, who really retired, you know, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Kobe, who is now retired, and LeBron's in his prime. Yeah. Why are we doing all? Uh, look, I understand that everyone has their goals, like you talked about, just seeing the, um, you know, seeing your name next to other great people that you watch and play. But it's just like, dude, you got to give the guy a little bit of a break. But no, man, he he is to me like I've been fortunate where I've played with Tim Duncan, Dirk, J Kid, mm-hmm. uh, Steph, um, you know, you know, even again, just you know, uh, Tony Parker, a bunch of guys that that you know will be in the Hall of Fame and, and have that. But as far as a team, you know, just hey, let's get together, let's you know, drink some wine, let's tell some stories. That's again, that's part of the reason. One of the things that that help with this podcast is one, Alex and, and the Detox crew, kind of introducing me to it from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other side of it is he he's Italian when it comes to dinners. Like the dude wants to sit there for five hours and just <laughs> argue about basketball, argue about whatever, and just drink wine and eat meals and tell stories. And I'm like, shit, we should at least like just put mics on it and just have everybody yeah. listen to it. And they, and they just, they, they just loved it, man. So, um, yeah, no, it, it's, it is interesting to hear other athletes mm-hmm. here. It's like, yeah, I heard he's such an asshole. And it's like, from who? It's like, well, the media, yeah, he doesn't really like the media. Yeah. Well, yeah, the media now it's every, everybody's either got to be the greatest or the worst. There's no yeah. between. You can't just be like a good, you can't be a good team guy anymore. No. You know, like, how was this guy? Great, uh, good player, 10 year career. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything he did well? No. No, <laughs> it's like, no, but no, he stuck around for ten years, and he's pretty, you know, good guy. Yeah, like, it, just say that. Don't say, oh, he didn't live up to expectations, or you know, like it's just like I, not we, everybody's whose the greatest. expectations. What expectations? Yeah. Yeah. Like we're all people here. Yeah, we're all like just like bust. trying to get through life in a positive way. Yo, like, people dude, forget that you guys are normal people. That's the biggest thing I've I've learned from fans and meeting fans is like they're they're so infatuated and just. I mean, that's what a fanatic yeah, 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 is, yeah. but they forget that you guys are normal people. Yep. They literally forget that you're just like a hardworking, really good at your job. There's human. always there's always a comment about Kwame Brown, and they're like, "Oh, he was a number one pick, and was he a bust?" And it's just like, okay, let's put this in perspective. Kwame Brown played ten years and made fifty million dollars or whatever. Yep. Congratulations, dude! You, your family, your life is changed yep. forever. Was he a good person? Don't recall him ever getting in trouble or getting a DUI. But mm-hmm. I don't recall him getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, so the guy wasn't as great as other people projected him to be. It's yep. not his fault. Mm-hmm. He never came out and said, "I need to be this." If you don't draft me with 
with this and mm-hmm. no but you know that like you said it's either you're the worst or you're the greatest and it's this and it's like yo this is our job like all we really want to do is one and play the game that we some guys like a lot of guys love and you know hopefully save money you know change our family's lives people yeah. don't understand that win yeah. a championship or a couple if you're, if you're greeny over here <laughs> yeah no people don't understand that man but it, it, it's I, I think with Instagram and Twitter and uninterrupted, I think you get more and more fans are able to kind of see guys from a different perspective. Yeah. Um, and are I don't you know on if social it's... media? No. Yeah, I was like, I don't think you're God, on social I'm media. I'm so proud of you. Uh-uh. No. And you weren't really until the podcast. Yeah, no, I, 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 I have a Snapchat which again, it's is, a whole, is a whole nother story, but it's hilarious. I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah, it's right. Hilarious. Yeah, I'm almost 40. I have a Snapchat. Yeah, it's awesome. I, no, I, I, I get told that's what I'm missing out on the most. The he, sna- yeah, like he's like Snapchat's on the plane. The he's on the plane, oh, like getting guys so sleeping. He's in the in the training room, like as they're getting rubbed down, putting the faces on. Oh, because like, it's, it's, re- it's so it's real time. So yeah. it's just it. Like Instagram can be okay. I'm gonna filter this. I'm gonna post this. This is it. It's like Snapchat's so real time. Uh, even though Instagram stories kind of stole their thing. They did. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's funny. And I just basically fuck around with my teammates and just crack jokes. That's the fun part, though. Like, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm honestly, that's the first thing I feel like I'm missing something when I'm not on it. Yeah. Because I'll get texts. My my, uh, my wife was out for a couple dinners two weeks ago. My buddies just start texting me out of nowhere. I'm on the couch, and I'm just watching TV. I'm getting texts. Looks like she's having a good time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what's wow. going on? Oh, yeah. And then it's like, another one comes in like, oh, oh. what? Party night. You know? Like, oh, another wow. Another one. Another one. Another one. Oh. And so all I'm thinking, I was thinking, and it's it's all harmless fun, but it's yeah. just like, yeah. that's how people keep in touch now. It's not. It's how you know what it's people not are, like, what And doing. so like, I come to the rink the next day. Oh, yeah. It looks like Alyssa had a nice night at dinner. It's like, I don't know. I, we didn't talk. Like, yeah. We didn't talk. Like, yeah. she showed up. She smelled like Dracor. <laughs> yeah. <It was> like, <laughs> yeah. No, but his wife has a pretty cool job. What does your you wife do? It. She's uh, she's a stylist, so she okay. dresses uh, just dresses people and okay. stuff like that. So yeah, she yeah. I liked it. how you use that generic term, people. People, that was people. very professional uh, of you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, people, other human beings. That's yeah. cool. Other Again, human yeah. beings. She closed them. Talented. Oh, she closed human them. Beings. Yeah, yeah. That, that's awesome. Yeah, no, she but, works hard. She works does, hard. Does she fun. dress you also? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And I think she uh, has she that's, tried. That's usually the first comment every time. She's like, yeah. just, and she's like, God, no, no, this guy's terrible. Wow, but but, yeah. but that's what kind of brought you guys together, your fashion sense and your <laughs> your your love for fashion? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no, no, not at all, not at all. No, I think it was uh, met at a bar. You met at a bar? That's yeah. perfect. What, yeah. uh, it's a modern yeah. modern love story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, was it on Tinder? No, uh, no, this is before Tinder. This might have been pretext too. Uh, pre- yeah, pre- pagers? Text. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that people pretext for me. It was so. Yeah. I think other was, people had text. I think th- I still had a flip phone. See, I, I think we've really kind of narrowed it down. It's not so much that the millennials and people feel like they they're whinies or they get everything. I think it's just they didn't. They don't have to work as hard to hook up. Yeah. Like if you saw a girl at a bar and she was hot, if you didn't talk to her, you would never see her again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was no, hey, I'm gonna follow you on Instagram or uh, you know, airdrop, airdrop a photo like you do. I mean, I'm at, well, that's different. That's texting. We take a photo here. You're only gonna get high quality if you airdrop, Richard. That is not like a new thing. Just, that is like a technology I, thing. I literally just saw. Are you okay? Are you familiar with this like kind of airdrop, air bomb? Nope. Thing? No. Oh. Neither okay. am I. And no, no, no. I, <laughs> It's a funny, okay, I don't think I talked about this on the last no, you didn't. podcast. So it's a fun game you can play. Airdrop on your phone. You literally, like, you can just turn it on, you flip it up. Oh, that's photos. Hold on. Uh-oh. Hold on. Okay. So it's like how you can turn on 
like all these different things like uh, Wi-Fi, airplane mode, and then there's an airdrop. And mm-hmm. if you have it on everybody, you can literally <laughs> click on a photo, say you want to send this to someone and how it comes up like text message. And then people who have their airdrop on will just randomly show up here and you can just click on it and send it so to them. So you can send random you photos send to random to people. whoever has their airdrop on and they have to accept it or decline it and you can kind of play a game and see who's going to accept these like random funny silly photos it's, it's it wasn't to meet people i'm i'm like 11 years out of the game but it's just, they it don't, just so they don't know who it is no they just have your blank number you don't even get a number a number doesn't it just show saves up. into your so photo so it's just for funsies yeah, yeah it's just for funsies, for funsies. and it's just a, it's it's just a fun, picture like randomly yeah. no idea because like if you have like a name like mine's kerr dog so it's not like my first and last name on my yeah. airdrop and like some people just but have now like whatever your now you just told that you just told whatever your people. iphone is named it'll just name. say let's, let's change that name. Okay. Yeah. they just yeah. accept Kercat. you just yeah. press accept and once you press accept then it's just saved in your photos and that's it nice yeah it's yeah fun, no, I've never, it's a fun game i i'm i'm going to do it now yeah. i wonder airplane is the best i wonder what would happen at an arena Oh yeah! If you just airdrop some <laughs> air, airdrop it out of me, no, no. I, hopefully, we can start a game. Uh, I would love, I would love to be airdropped. But um, Matt, man, thank you for joining us. This, this is really, it, it's really that simple, man. That easy. We're, this we're, is great. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. We we crush some beers. I think we can crush a couple more. Yeah. Um, before you get out of here, man. But uh, first, man, I just want to say thank you for joining us, man. It's quick and easy. Alex, God, you're amazing as usual. Kurt uh, I didn't do anything. Kurt Dog. Big uh, Al, you're the one who gave me Big Al. <laughs> well, that's yeah. what my soccer coach used to call me. When you called me that, I was like, oh my god, I haven't heard that in like ten years. I oh, love it. Big Al. Call me Big Al. I was oh. like, it's bringing well, me back. Oh. It's bringing me back. Wait, wait, you still do the Kings, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. What, what? You're making it seem like you're never going to be able to be no, called Big Al I know. again. No, I'm just saying the first time he called me Big Al was just like. God, how long have you been doing that? Ouch. Are you calling me old? Well, I get called old every okay. single day. I started, I started like Kings like right off the first day of the cup. So 2013 is when I came uh, on. Okay. All right. That's not yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Kind hey. of a veteran now. Yeah. Angels 2012 and then Kings 2013. Yeah, oh, she's a veteran. She's a veteran. And then grizzled. On grizzled. the on the ice grizzled. with you guys when you won the Stanley Cup. That was my first year sideline reporting. Yeah. Twenty fourteen. Did you get a ring? No. They they Kings <laughs> kept it pretty pretty tight. Pretty tight. I think the second time was pretty tight. Yeah. First and second was pretty tight. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. I'll say this. Um Pretty much anybody got a ring in Cleveland. Like fans yeah. got a ring. Like just thank you to the city yeah. of Cleveland for getting it done. But hey, I'm Richard Jefferson for Alex Curry and our amazing two-time Stanley Cup champion, Matt Green. I'd like to say thank you guys, and we'll talk to you later. Peace out. Thank you. Peace out. Peace out. Urban fans, don't forget, we are working with the t-shirt company that you may have seen around, Amish. They're the ones that are responsible for LeBron's Ultimate Warrior shirt and many of the college designs you see on tees. As they pay homage to great moments in sports and inspiring stories, go check out their NBA GM tees at homage.com. You're sure to be inspired and we'll get a kick out of their special design of Richard and Channing. Get them while they're still in stock at homage.com.